Welcome to the Joywell Conversations, the podcast of The Joywell, created to inspire, amplify, and support Black and Brown women everywhere in living their joy out loud. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with award-winning film director, Christine Swanson. So that's, that's it. It's, it's like, it's not everything. You understand? Yeah. And once you make something everything, it becomes your idol. Right. And once it becomes your idol, it will disappoint you. It will totally disappoint you. In fact, it becomes, it's like it becomes nothing. Because an idol, if we if we take like even just the literal definition, it's an object, right? Like yes. something that you're putting like all your stuff into, but the object is not does not have life. It does not breathe. It does not expand. It does not move with the flow, right? So once you put so much, so much into that one thing, it's almost like you've constricted it. You've made it into something that it's not, and therefore it can't benefit you. It cannot. And in, in, in my faith tradition, you know, mm-hmm. you cannot serve two gods. Yeah, you can't. So, so you, you have to decide, like, who's going to be your god. Yeah. And at any given point, if one of the many parts of me starts to become my god, mm-hmm. then I have to self-reflect. And I yeah. have to get the, the imbalance back into alignment and I've had to do that over and over and over and over again and it's a um, journey that is that is the part that's the process you know you you can't have purpose without going through the process Hmm. and that process ends when you are buried in the ground right (laughs) so that's that's that has kind of been my experience then sometimes that requires a friggin' therapist, you know? Sometimes yeah, that requires does. you getting away and getting connected right. and reconnected to your center. Yes. That may require you, you know, meditating or, you know, just yeah. escaping. So it's, it's you know, you, you also have to figure what that is for you as an adult, you know? Yeah. And then make sure that you allow yourself healing time and healing process to become you know, the best healthy person and version of yourself so that you can, you can go back and put into your artistry. Yeah. You can put into yes. your family, you can put into Precisely. your children. So that's what I'm learning over and over again. And you think I would figure this out, but I always <laughs> come to this realization and then you just go back into the battle, you know? Right. And then, exactly. and then sometimes you it's just lose sight, you lose sight and you're like, and you come out of it and then you regroup and you're like, Oh, that's what, what was happening. But right. man, I grew some, I grew some muscles in this area that I didn't know needed developing. And so then it's something to be grateful for and not, you know, it cast is. a negative eye on. It is, but that's mm. not to say that you don't come out bruised or banged right. up or broken. Right. right. So as long as you don't die in the process, right. then there's, there's more work to do, you know? So, yeah. you know, I'm sounding overly optimistic, but I'm telling you, there are some dark times. Our job is to cling to that which purposes us. Yeah. And so I have to always go back to my foundation. And yeah, 10 times out of 10, I always feel spiritually or uh, 
soulfully renewed and reinvigorated for my purpose is is um, grounded in, in the things that fuel me and particularly my faith. Right. So I think that's so important for people people to know, for us women to know even more, just because the world is always telling us what we should and should not be and how we should and should not be. To go back to our foundation, whatever that is, and to honor that. Because once we start dishonoring ourselves, dishonoring our God, dishonoring our spirit, it's like, oh God, it's it's like you're it's like you're you're trying to do good in the world, but you're cutting off your like limbs at the same time. You're just not giving yourself the chance. And and sometimes it's also recognizing that um, your definition of good. Yeah. May not be may not be aligned yeah. with your purpose. Yes, that's that's so good. That's such a good point. That's so such a it's good. It's like point. you're just, you know, running on this hamster wheel. Like I'm doing. I'm not. That, 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 and you're, but yeah, but you're on the wrong wheel. Like, dude, girl, that's that life. wasn't even your girl. That is not your wheel. But hey, you know, keep going. I guess you know. Right. I guess and, you and, know. And, and, I'll support you. But we all have to have that own realization for ourselves. You know, people yes, can warn do. us, but if you ain't ready to listen, yep. you ain't ready. Right. You know. So there's that. Until you're ready to listen, that's that's exactly it. You're yeah. right. Yeah. The teacher comes when the student is ready. That's right. And listen, and and when the teacher comes. It, mm-hmm. it, it feels like that big epiphany moment. Like I'm ready. I'm ready. And once yeah. you admit that you're ready, the, now the real hard work begins. Yes, you understand? Girl. Just because you're ready doesn't mean it's easier. You understand? It's, <laughs> it's like now you're ready for for to level up higher. You know? So right. Get out of your way so you can start the real work. Preach. Um, something that I have found in my own life, at least in the last five years, more so than any other period in my life, mm-hmm. is how um, joy plays a role. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, there's there's a couple of ways I look at it, and I'm, I'm just telling you this, Christine, so that you have um, mm-hmm. some context. It's it's like you, you found that thing that that speaks to your soul and spirit. You know you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. That alone gives me enough joy and um, a, a foundation or adds to the foundation that says, okay, no matter what comes, remember this is, you're in the right space. That's what joy, that's what joy tells me in my own life. Like, okay, yes, it's going to be tough, but there's a joy in this. There is, there's a happiness in this. So my question is first, what is joy to you? A beautifully glazed donut from a gourmet donut shop in New York. Mm. I'm not even joking. I'm I kid you not. Like that brings me joy eating a, a, a not not just Dunkin' Donuts and I'm not mad at Dunkin' and I might eat that in a, a in a bind but crispy cream no yeah, shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's but it's not the same as I think there's a place called Donut Planet in New York. And I could just wow. sit there and look in the window and I'm like, man, it brings me so much joy to have one of those donuts <laughs> right now, you know? Um, it's it's as silly and as benign as that. Yes. You understand? But it's that. Oh my gosh. Because when you hilarious. feel it and you experience it. it, it's like, that's what it is. I feel joy, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or um, my kids do it all the time. 
because I'm a mother now with almost yeah. 20 years of experience under my belt, you think the accomplishments of your kids bring you joy. And that's not true. Mm. You know what, you know what brings me joy is when I see one of my kids like helping somebody with directions who's lost and they're the one who initiates the conversation, you know, like, Hey, can I help you do something? It seems like, you know, you don't know which way to go. And you look at, and, and you look at your kids and you're like, Oh my gosh. I did that. I did yeah. that. I did. Yeah, you did. That brings me so much joy. Like my oldest son, someone someone says to me, like, um, I was at his high school he graduated from, and we were touring it for his younger brother, right? Yeah. And the tour guy, um, who is now like a junior in high school, and she's the one giving us a tour of the high school, and she goes you're Cole Swanson's mom? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, he is so missed here. This wow. school is not the same without Cole Swanson. Mm. He has so impacted everyone and myself included. We miss him so much. And I'm like, my kid, my kid. And I think, I think my son Cole Swanson is, is wonderful. But it's in the mm-hmm. way that he impacts others to make them feel like that. Yeah. Wow. The energy that I put into pursuing something in the name of success is, is, is not the thing that brings me joy. Right. What brings me joy is having raised a child who sees other people, who validates other people, who is a friend to many. He inspires me. And I'm like, okay, I got work to do myself, you know? Like, he is just a sweet and, like, a gentle soul who truly cares about people in ways that I don't even think I know to do, you know? I was, again, it's one of the things I never thought of becoming was a mother. And I Mm. often say it's the greatest blessing that I did not ask for. I feel our culture is so not appreciative of the contributions that women make through motherhood. Hmm. See, we want to, we want to applaud women when they make accomplishments or achieve things that equal to what men achieve. Men do. Yeah. And what we negate is the power within us to create in ways that men can't. But we don't want to celebrate that. In fact, don't talk about that because it makes you look weak. Mm. Don't tell them you have four kids because they they don't want to hire you. Yeah. When each of these people, everyone was raised by your mama, most likely, or mother figure. And we diminish the, the accomplishments of the people who impact us the most. Hmm. And we elevate the qualities that most mimic men. And yeah. I think we do our gender such a disservice. And I, I feel yeah. the impact. Like, like, for instance, like, if you were to talk about Hillary Clinton, yeah. you, you would talk about all the things that she's accomplished yes, as a politician. Blah, yes, blah, 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 blah. Well, mm-hmm. 
she also created Chelsea Clinton, who from mm-hmm. I mean, yes. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't know them personally. I don't know, yeah. but the little bit that I know about Chelsea Clinton is that um, she seems to be a pretty awesome human being, yeah. from what I can tell. I don't know. Right. I think so. Right. You know, and I'm just thinking like Hillary would go down in history on some level for being a loser because right. she didn't win the presidential election mm-hmm. yep yep and yet but, but will we give her credit for some of her greatest accomplishments and one was yeah. in light of everything that she had to do as a politician she raised hmm. a wonderful human being yes and did. that's not easy i know i've been in the in the trenches you know <laughs> four times so <laughs> So I just feel like when we discuss accomplishments of women, mm. instead of saying like she birthed four children, I'm, and look, I'm now I'm talking yeah. about your mama. Your mama birthed four children and raised them yeah. at a, at, a, at a certain yeah. point by herself. Yes, yeah, yeah. And each and every one of you, and I only know three of you guys, but the mm-hmm. three that I know, the level of intelligence, compassion, love of God that you guys have, my goodness, like, I don't want to hear about any more of your mother's accomplishments. That in and and of itself is is worthy of an Oscar. But those um, Mm. accomplishments or those efforts are rarely um, talked about applauded or endorsed you make such a good point and i just feel culturally we do our culture a disservice we we do the world a disservice when we uh minimize the contributions of mothers in our world Mm. like the the amount of information and and experiences that I've amassed you know Mm -hmm. in this industry I'm like somebody needs it who does not have access to it yeah let me be a mother to them (laughs) what I see in terms of what I've been able to create unwittingly in my own children I wonder if I can replicate that again but Mm. I'm physically not going to have more kids because one I'm too old you know Right, but right. I can do that for other children who do, or or um or or people who may need my mothering, which now is called mentoring. So I now want to mother other people in ways to help them and to raise them to become everything that they want to become and let me be a source of help and inspiration. And it's kind of, it's like what your own mother does, you know? Yeah, no, um, you're right. Um, Dr. Lillian, who, um, who to me, like, is, is like, she's raised you guys, you know? Yeah. But she's also made it a point to do some things that are specifically um, in line with helping other people, and particularly women yes. and children, right? Yes, yes. And even in Definitely. many ways, becoming a mentor to me, like, mm-hmm. w- whenever I need to talk with her about how, what, what do I do? mom right. of four as a mother of yeah. four um and and we've had those conversations like what I remember when my kids were much younger mm-hmm. and when I discovered like um 
that she had raised all four of you guys. And then all you guys, with the exception of Nandi, went to like Ivy League schools. Right. right? <laughs> and like were really accomplished professionally, you know, you know, mm-hmm. in your fields. And like when, when I was a young mother, I was like, that's it. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> now, how did you do that? You know? Right. And, and we, we, we would talk about that kind of thing. And now I'm a little bit on the other side of it. Yeah. And I, really, I look at it like it's, it's no easy thing. All you guys are, your, your mental capacities are intact. That is admirable. That is admirable. And ain't nobody going to give her no medal for that, you know? But right. I'm, I'm just, I'm giving her a shout out now, you know? And I know our culture has, has um, conditioned our minds mm-hmm. to not talk in that way, you know? Exactly. And, yeah. and the reality of the situation is even the man who runs Warner Brothers, you were raised by your mother, most likely. Yeah. And without her contributions and input into your life, you could not effectively be the person that you are. Preach on okay. it. I, I mean, I wish we understood that more. This is America. We don't. We don't want. We don't want to. We don't want to. No, that's yeah, true. We don't, we don't. We want to live in a culture and a mindset that says you can have it all, and if you don't, it's your fault. You know, it's your fault. Yeah, it's yeah. very Darwinian. And it's embedded yeah. in a capitalistic mentality that does not service people who are not white men. Yeah. Exactly. So we're in our lightning round. What's your favorite spiritual practice? Mm, I love listening to sermons on YouTube. Even when I'm carpooling or driving, um, if my kids don't protest too much, I I like (laughs) listening to sermons. And that's kind of like, I feel like I get spiritually fed that way. What is the best moment of the day for you? (laughs) Well, when once once I've dropped the last kid off at school... (laughs) And then I get to come home and do whatever the heck I want. So, you know. It's so funny you say that because it's only now that I'm older that I realize how precious those quiet moments are and what a terror we must have been to my parents. Right, right. (laughs) You know? You're like, oh, that five minutes they had by themselves. That was probably the only five minutes they had had for the week. (laughs) Uh, Amen. Uh, what keeps you um, motivated when you're feeling like there's a slump? What What's the thing that, what's your go-to thing to like, okay, let's get back in gear? You know, I often feel fueled and encouraged by talks with good friends or, mm-hmm. and or my husband who is my best friend. So mm-hmm. sometimes if I can get in a space where I can just listen and just shut up um, because they know me well. Yeah assess the situation you know (laughs) Uh, typically they can kind of feed into my life in a way that only they can you know then I can think about things and then go again knowing that they are rooting for me you know yeah yeah I couldn't agree more so in the last year because this is the industry right so Mm -hmm. uh last 12 months your favorite TV show or film that you've seen or something that you're Hmm. binging right now? I'm binging right now a show called Better Things starring Pam Adlon. And um, I really enjoy it because um, in real life and in the series, um, the character, the lead character is is, uh, 
uh, a mother working in the industry while raising three daughters. It's, it, it, it touches me in, in ways that I hadn't anticipated. Huh. And is there a film in the last year that you've seen that you're like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> let me just say uh, shout out to uh, my Korean cousin who wrote and directed Parasite. So now, you know, yes. I'm not, now I'm really Korean. Like, yo, I'm Korean. Yeah, right? I'm Korean. So, right? so I, I, I love, I loved everything Wait about it. that movie and, and the success that it's got garnered and rightfully so. What would you tell your younger self about the journey? What's what, one thing that you, you would tell your younger self or even a young person right now listening to this about your journey and what it takes to live a life of joy and purpose? I would say be patient. Um, mm. Be patient mainly with yourself and mm. the goals and the ambitions that you have and know, like, remember I said, in terms, when you pursue your purpose, you have to go through the process and that process is lifelong. So every time I expected a certain milestone, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I may need it, but it's, it's yeah. just, it, it, it never delivers the kind of uh, euphoria that I had anticipated. And then you have to create a new milestone and reach for that because yeah. you need a bigger high, you know, and then you go there and you get there and then it's like, huh, it still ain't doing it. Now I got to mm -hmm. aim for more. And then you get mm. on this wheel and it's just, it's mm. not, it's non ending, but it's like, if you're patient, um, you have an opportunity to enjoy the moment. Yeah. So mm. I would say in your pursuit of purpose, be patient so you can truly experience mm. all that really matters. And what matters is the journey. Yeah. And you don't want to realize that too late. And I would say even as a storyteller, like, you know, nuggets are in those moments of, of um, patience. So just be patient with yourself and be patient with the process. Mm. Thank you so much, Christine. My pleasure. You've been listening to The Joywell Conversations, a podcast for The Joywell. This episode was written and produced by Chisara Asamoga with music by Kevin McLeod. A very special thank you to Christine Swanson. And to all of you listening, remember, love joy, be joy, live joy well.